News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Let's turn to Boris Johnson narrowly surviving that vote of confidence among Tory MPs. 211 MPs voting for the Prime Minister, 148 against. Uh, Matthew Paris is a columnist with the Times. He's also a former Conservative MP. Matthew, what's your take on this? Is Boris Johnson, politically speaking, a dead man walking? Yes, uh, I, I, I think he is. Um, <laughs> the corpse doesn't realise that it's dead, but uh, I'm afraid it is. He, he, he'll... Linger on, he may be able to limp on through the summer, though another big hurdle is going to arrive in two weeks' time when we have two uh, big by-elections, Wakefield and Tiverton, in which it looks like the Conservative Party will do disastrously. The, the, The party can't have another vote of confidence for another year according to its rules, but it can change its rules. And as soon as a majority of the members of the party in in Parliament, that is, want a leadership contest, I think they will change the rules. So I'm afraid summer is just going to be dominated by will he, won't he, will they change the rules, won't they, when is he going to go? In the end, I think he'll go. Is there an argument, though, that Boris Johnson is different to all his predecessors. I mean, like, there's been lots of talk about uh, the, the votes of confidence that John Major, that Margaret Thatcher, that Theresa May narrowly survived. But they were sort of politicians in, in the old school and that maybe doing the honourable <coughs> thing isn't in Boris's DNA and that he might try and hang on and, and use those rules uh, to hang on. Well, I think you put, you put your finger on it absolutely precisely. Uh, cultural political, social life is is governed not just by the kind of rules that the police enforce, but by a whole web web of um, go- gossamer-like understandings between people. When um, you, you go out to dinner, uh, after dinner and after a while, you, you, you go home. Uh, but if someone comes along who just doesn't go home, <laughs> would you like a cup of coffee? Yeah, yes, please. And you realise they're just not going to leave. Uh, what do you do? You can't call the, the police. And Boris is in that position. He's like the dinner guest who hasn't noticed that the, the hosts want to go to bed. There's washing up to be done and he's, he's just calling for another drink. Uh, what do you do when somebody ignores the, the conventions? I think in the end, the party will just have to call another confidence vote and, um, and, 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 and beat him in the confidence vote. But as, as you can see, though Tory MPs have no affection at all, most of them, for him, there is a reluctance uh, to, uh, to, to, to pull the trigger. I, I was expressing a view earlier on uh, that what worried me most about this situation was that Boris was now con- a wounded animal and, and in a corner. And that in a co- when, when in a corner, he might do dangerous things. And I'm thinking particularly of things like the protocol, that he may seem to bolster his pop- popularity by playing a few wild cards. Am I being overly pessimistic in that? I, I think the, pro- the pro- protocol is one big bad thing that he might do. Uh, Otherwise, the the danger is not so much that he'll do big things, but he just won't do anything and the government won't do anything and it won't get any of its legislation through. But the protocol legislation is coming before Parliament fairly soon. There there is a possibility that he won't get that through because the Labour Party will vote against it, that the Liberals, the SNP will vote against it. And uh, 
I think you're going to see uh, an increasing disregard for three-line whips among Tory MPs too. And there will be a substantial, though not a majority, of the Tory party that doesn't like what he's planning to do with the protocol. But you're right that this this could be the, the, the next big issue. The Labour Party must be rubbing their collective hands with glee. This is Yesterday was the perfect outcome for them. Absolutely perfect outcome. The Tories might have got a leader, and a better leader, and um, that would have been difficult for them. Uh, on the other hand, uh, Boris Johnson might have won comfortably, and that would have been uh, difficult for the Labour Party too. But instead, they've got uh, a, a prime minister whose own party has at least in part already rejected him, uh, staggering on towards the next election, which must be within the next two years or so. So this is uh, this is this couldn't be better news for the Labour Party or worse news for the Tories. Two last questions before we let you go, uh, Matthew. Is there a better leader out there than Boris Johnson who would be the most likely successor if and when he does go? But there are a range of men and women whom you can all imagine as as Prime Minister. It is true that there is no obvious successor, but it's very often the case uh, when one leader comes to the end of their leadership that there is no obvious successor. The the successor is usually made, as it were, by the vacuum once once they move in. I can remember when Margaret Thatcher was um, the elected leader of the Conservative Party. She was not the obvious successor. The, the obvious successors were tired old men. Um, but the obvious successor to Ted Heath, who would that be? And then this unknown woman turns up. And, and in, in terms of uh, at least Conservative Party history, mm. it worked out okay. There is no obvious successor, but you know, Rishi Sunak has been a, a, a very good chancellor who's obviously in charge of what's going on is, and knows his brief. There's Ben Wallace, the defense secretary. That there are, there are, there's Tom Tugendhat on the, on the center left of the party. That there are, there are plenty of people who will run, many of whom you can imagine in Downing Street. Just very finally, we, we began this conversation by you, you, you agreeing that he, he probably was a, a dead man walking politically. How long can he survive? I mean, is Christmas too, too, too far in, in, in your view? I think it is. I, I think the end of the summer, the, 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 the autumn of the, this year, um, will, will bring the curtain down on his premiership. But uh, don't, don't uh, take too much store in, in what I say because I've predicted his downfall for years and it never happens. Many of us have. Many of us have. You're not alone in that. Uh, Matthew Paris, columnist with The Times, former Conservative MP. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.